0: Welcome to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. And welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. This is the Casey commentary, the Veepstakes. There's a lot of speculation going on right now uh, on uh, who uh, President Trump, former President Trump, might pick uh, for his running mate in 2024. And we thought we'd tell you where that is originating from and just give you my thoughts, handicap the race a little bit. But uh, this just in, the Michigan Supreme Court has ruled uh, they will not remove Donald Trump from the ballot in the state of michigan so i think there are a total of 10 states nine of which uh, have um, basically said you're nuts for even bringing this kind of stuff except for the radical uh, justices in colorado uh, and now of course they've got all sorts of they're starting hoaxes of death threats and uh, things that they're being swatted and doxed and blah 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 so uh, but again uh, common sense and uh, constitutional law is carrying today in most of the states colorado of course is what happens when you're a stoner state, and uh, with all due uh, respect and apology to my friends and family in Colorado, I was born in Colorado. In any event, uh, it has been speculated that uh, Neokon Nikki, uh, tricky Nikki as she's being called, is going to be uh, the running mate for Donald Trump in 2024. Now, where did that come from? Well, CBS News uh, started with that nonsense, and they're a fake news network. Let's face it; there are a few uh, people there that I that I respect, like Catherine Herridge, uh, but that's about it. And in a long run, I think this is a Ron DeSantis manufactured uh, rumor to try to pull Nikki's numbers down in New Hampshire and elsewhere. They're trying to tie her to Trump uh, to uh, impact her uh, surge in the polls in New Hampshire. Uh, but uh, right now, I think uh, it's got DeSantis' fingerprints all over. DeSantis is desperate. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy right now is stopping his campaign uh, TV spending right now. I think he's on the verge, uh, just, uh, weeks away from the Iowa caucus. It doesn't look like he's going to get, uh, anywhere significant. So it's really going to come down, I think, to a two person race. Chris Christie is an absolute farce, uh, and a joke. So it's going to come down to Nikki, uh, neocon Nikki and, of course, uh, Donald Trump. And, uh, it has been rumored that Trump is thinking about uh, making her, making her the, um, uh, the running mate. And, and I don't believe it for a second because she is a globalist. Uh, She is um, she told Trump she would never run as long as he was running. So she basically went back on her word uh, that is disloyal to President Trump. And I think that, uh, you know, he is uh, somebody that values uh, puts a premium on loyalty. And uh, Nikki showed that she is uh, she's more interested in the swamp and her global agenda. And uh, certainly not an America first agenda. She's for these never ending uh, wars overseas and uh, she's in the pockets of the big donor class and corporations. Uh, and Donald Trump is, uh, she's not going to be helpful in in draining the swamp. So I think uh, that is just pure uh, rumor mill for, uh, from Ron DeSantis's people uh, trying to pull her back down into the, the pack a little bit. And so I don't. And by the way, Donald Trump Jr. has said that uh, there's just no way. Tucker Carlson went out and said that if she is the running mate, he, will, uh, he won't he will vote for Trump. He won't campaign for Trump. So a lot of people feel strongly uh, in the MAGA uh, crowd in the America First movement uh, that uh, we don't want any part of Nikki Haley and that South Carolina swamp, which has given us other people like uh, Tim Scott, uh, of course, Lindsey Graham and uh, Nancy Mace, who did find God later on in her political career, uh, to say the least. But so, so here are my thoughts on uh, what I think the uh, the candidates could be. And again, I, I preface these, I think, um, you know, electorally, I don't think there's really anybody out there on the map that's really going to help Donald Trump uh, in any of these swing states. Uh, again, I think that's that's not going to help. I think what what needs to happen here is that uh, you need somebody who's going to be loyal to Trump and are going to be a, a Trump enforcer. You know, he's he's a big picture guy. He comes up with these big decisions. But you don't need somebody like Mike Pence, who is just basically a, a do nothing. Uh, and I think uh, and somebody's going to be loyal. So I think uh, with that in mind. And I think that a a woman certainly helps him with independence, uh, and I think maybe even a person of color. Uh, I hate that term. Uh, it's, a black or brown person uh, would uh, would also help. Although there there would be there's arguments for each one of these candidates I'm about to share with you, and they're in no particular order. May end up um, you know I'd have my preference on who it should be, and we'll get to that here in just a little, little bit second. But remember, this is a person that's going to have to uh, be committed to draining the swamp, to enforcing the Trump economic agenda, the trade agenda, and uh, the uh, securing the border, they've got to buy into all of it, 100%, even pro-life. Uh, you can't have somebody that's like uh, Mamby Pamby on, on the pro-life issue as well, uh, somebody that's going to help rally the evangelicals to the cause, along with the independents. And right now, uh, Donald Trump is polling ahead of Joe Biden in the independent vote heading into 2024 and the Iowa uh, caucus. So that being said, let's review the, uh, you know, the candidates one by one. And again, if I'm missing some, let me know. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. The Sean Casey show at gmail.com who you think might be uh, the perfect vice presidential running mate uh, for former president Donald J. Trump. We start with number 10 Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, the congresswoman who was uh, from Georgia, who was swatted for the eighth time over the Christmas holidays, uh, you know, dabbled a little bit with uh, with Kevin McCarthy, uh, but uh, at the end of the day, she, of course, uh, she showed her concern for the Constitution, for the America First Movement, and her uh, devotion and dedication to the J6 political prisoners. Uh, she is a pro-life uh, Christian uh, America first, MAGA Republican. And again, none of these candidates are 100% flawless or perfect, uh, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, again, you would take her out of that uh, district in Georgia, but that's a pretty reliable Republican district, so I think they could find somebody that uh, that could run there. Uh, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, again, uh, she certainly does <laughs> embrace and accept the MAGA agenda and would be a great enforcer. Uh, going after people like uh, Jamal Bowman and the like. So I think uh, she would be a formidable, um, again, now she'd get a lot of negative press, that's for sure. Number nine, uh, Tucker Carlson. One of the beauty, uh, beautiful things about Donald Trump is, as I said before, I don't know if they could ever vote for another typical inside-the-beltway politician. Again, Tucker is everything but that. Uh, he is certainly, uh, he gets it. He's a constitutional devotee. Uh, He is not afraid to uh, rustle feathers and uh, shake the trees and see what falls out. And so he's a a media and a businessman. Remember, he started a lot of business ventures, but he's also very media savvy, and he's very committed to getting the truth out, as we saw. Uh, with uh, first, uh, he had fired for Fox uh, for a number uh, of reasons uh, because of um, the election, because of the J6 truth bombs, because of uh, his um, commitment and excellence to getting the truth out to the American people. And now, of course, he's doing it to millions on the X platform, formerly known as Twitter. So Tucker Carlson, I think, uh, would be an outsider, and then you have two outsiders trying to reform, and that's what we, when we talk about needing ref- to reform the system, we need people from outside the system to come in uh, to reform it, because too many people inside the system have been corrupted by the swamp, by the unit party. And that's exactly what we've seen in the first term of Donald Trump. This was a wild card. It just came to me. But I think one of the things we're going to need, we're going to need a law enforcement experience. Uh, And again, you know, whether that's a Tom Holman, and I think he's more utilized uh, in. um, immigration i'd make him the department of homeland uh, secretary or the uh, the ice chief uh, head up but somebody to help uh, rebuild our cities to restore law and order in chicago where uh there were three killed and 20 shot over this past holiday weekend or in these other major progressive uh, run cities have been completely uh thrown under the bus and to secure a border uh the louisiana congressman and former law enforcement official clay higgins i think would be he's he's my patriot of the year uh, and I think that uh, clearly he would be the guy. He's a no nonsense guy. He knows uh, he, he's focused uh, on on the mission, on the goal. If you give him uh, a, something that he needs to be done, he's going to get it done. Uh, and I think um, some might say, well, he might be better cleaning out the, the Justice Department. But um, again, you're going to need somebody who's going to be loyal to Trump. And that is, uh, that is certainly uh, Clay Higgins. Um, another person is uh, Congressman uh, Byron Donalds of Florida. Uh, who's uh, again he started his career in the banking world uh, and so he has uh, some financial uh, background and uh, acumen uh, and skills and coming out of florida uh, he is a MAGA a republican and america first republican not afraid to speak his mind uh, and uh, there are others that might say um, along those lines of byron donalds as a lieutenant governor uh, Mark Robinson of North Carolina. I think he would be excellent. He would be great with the evangelical crowd. Uh, he's a no nonsense kind of guy. So they're both kind of cut from the same cloth. Byron Donald's always in Congress and the Lieutenant governor, uh, Mark Robinson of North Carolina would be, I think an excellent choice, uh, not so outspoken, but a brilliant man is, uh, is Ben Carson and Ben Carson who ran HUD, uh, for, uh, Donald Trump, in his first term is loyal. Uh, he is a, a, a very holy, I mean, very, very Christian, uh, man d- devoted to holy scripture and also to, um a- he's pro life. Uh, he is a brilliant surgeon. He could certainly help uh, reform the medical care system, which Donald Trump has said he wants to do. He wants to dump Obamacare and bring Trump care in in some way, shape, or form. So Dr. Ben Carson, I think, would be a good choice. Uh, next up, at number five is Senator Marsha Blackburn. She, of course, of Tennessee. Uh, again, hate to take anybody out of the Senate right now because the margins are so tight, so that might be a reason why they wouldn't do it. But Senator Marshall Blackburn is worried about the securing and sealing that border. Uh, she, of course, is a, a MAGA Republican. She is a, one of the a few America First senators that are serving right now in the Senate that I think you can trust uh, to have Donald Trump's back at all times. Of course, she's female, and that uh, that would help. With a number of independent voters, uh, and uh, across the country. And speaking of which, uh, Elise Stefanik has uh, proven her mettle in um, the way she grilled those three, um, you know, uh, presidents of uh, of MIT and Penn and Harvard uh, recently on the anti-Semitism on campus. But she also has proven to be a very effective legislator as well. Uh, She was very um, helped to defend Trump in the impeachment uh, process. So I think uh, Elise Stefanik. Uh, would also be a name that uh, could be considered. And then we get to the big three here. And these are the three I think are going to get most of the attention uh, for the um, for the, um, vice presidential running slot. Uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, uh, again, very well liked, in uh, what has one of the higher approval ratings in all of the country in South Dakota. People like her. She's had a few stumbles. Uh, but uh, as I said, none of them are flawless. But she has had Trump's back from day one. And I think that's the reason why I think she's openly lobbying for the position. Uh, I think she wants to be, she was once in Congress before she was elected as governor. She knows how Washington works. And I think she would be dedicated to draining the swamp. Uh, she is pro-life. Uh, she is a good Christian woman and um, she's a mom. And uh, I think uh, she, uh, hey, again, you talk about these Liberty moms, she's one of those. So governor Christie Noem clearly would be a good choice uh, for a lot of reasons, and then there's the Arkansas Governor, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who is starting to rise up the uh, uh, the polls. Or in um, a lot of people's lists as to being uh, a great, but she just started as governor of Arkansas. Would she want to, you know, give that up to become vice president? Well, remember vice president. And, and that's the thing you have to remember of all these names that I have been mentioning. Who's going to carry the MAGA agenda forward in 2028? Who is electable in 2028 that we are going to feel comfortable and secure and that we're going to trust with that MAGA agenda? Uh, so that's what you have to keep, uh, keep in mind in all of these names. And I think Sarah Sanders uh, would, sir. Governor Sanders would do that as well. And, and then we get to the top name on the list, which has always been my choice. Carrie Lake. Uh, of course, she ran for governor of Arizona and now she's running for Senate in Arizona. And so, um, again, don't know if uh, Donald Trump wants to take her off the chess table uh, for uh, for Senate in 2024 uh, to be his running mate. probably not. But uh, again, here you have an outsider. Uh, a media and business person. Uh, some call her the female Trump. Uh, do you want two of these kinds of uh, personalities? Uh, well, One thing is for sure, she would always have Trump's back. She would always have the MAG agenda first and foremost. She's an America first. Or she knows how to deal with the media. She came from the media, and uh, she uh, she keeps her word uh, and, and and her promises as well. So uh, those are the top ten, and really no particular order, except for maybe the, the last three there. I think the ones that get uh, the most mentioned uh, give us a thought and uh, drop us a line. Let us know which one you'd like to see uh, running for, uh, again, the um, uh, for the running mate of uh, Donald Trump in 2024. And uh, it is going to be a pivotal election year, and uh, hopefully uh, it is going to be uh, one that we're going to see in 2025, January 20th, 2025, uh, we're going to see Donald uh, J. Trump be uh uh, reinstalled or real uh, you know sworn in as the 47th president of the United States freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction that's gonna do it for this uh, Casey commentary stay tuned all this week uh, as we're taking uh, somewhat of a, a little break a little vacation in um, in sunny South Florida uh, we'll have commentaries for your first uh, full episode coming back on January Tuesday January the 9th thanks for joining us here remember to fight hard and stay free.